I'm not good music. Just the good stuff, baby. Hey guys. April Fools. <laughs> We're not doing an episode today. <laughs> We're just appearing in your pod chaser. Now it's time to go. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> Losers. But yet, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today. It's just like our, what was it, episode 69? Where we just came on and said, nice. And that was it. Nice. Did we do that? Yeah. We were, we were. Was it the episode st- for that week? Yep. We were little stinkers. Oh my gosh, we're not going to get to do that until episode 420 again. Uh, so, we, we, we do record these ahead of time, but do you guys think you're going to get pranked? Like, super, like, just owned pranked on April Fool's Day this year? I feel like it'd be kind of cruel after the year that we've had. For like, I mean, I feel like there's no there's no good prank. I mean, I guess there's silly pranks, yeah. like... Like, you know, unscrewing the salt lid or something like that, but... And, I feel like <laughs> Slashing a, someone's tires. Yeah, I feel like there's the the bar is lowered on acceptable this year. People are just tired. I feel like if people get pranked a little too hard, they're gonna snap. Like this yeah, this, this year, maybe we should take it easy on April Fool's Day. Last year, like both St. Patrick's Day and April Fool's Day went off with kind of like not much of a hitch because of what was going on this year. There was a bit more of a St. Patrick's Day, so I'm expecting a bit more of an April Fool's Day, but. Nothing too wet and wild because, like Tyler said, it's there's not much. Some brand, some brand is gonna make like you know, hey, check out our new flavor of Funyuns, and someone's gonna snap and be like, no. <laughs> Burger King's gonna be like, Funyuns, we stop. <laughs> we, Burger King's gonna repost the tweet from International Women's Day. Oh man, <sighs> I forgot. About I've got that. it. I've got a, a pretty good if because this has been kind of a trying year and if anyone tries to you know get, get on your nerves or troll you on April Fool's Day I've actually got kind of a little script here mm-hmm. and I'll put this on I'll, I'll tweet this out and you can use this in case anyone tries to you know razz you uh, this year when you when you just when you just had it all right <laughs> hey everyone for real playing around just to frustrate each other is not a fun way to play because we're all on the same team and what team we're on is to have fun together and to make it fun for all of our audiences and so when we make plays just to frustrate each other and just to troll each other there's enough of that in the world today and people trolling each other just to be mean and to be hurtful we're going to play in this space together because we need to do it because we want each other to have fun and not because we're trying to frustrate each other because there's enough frustrating things in the world right now and there's enough we can't control. And if one of the things we can control is that everyone here is to not waste each other's time and we're to make decisions and we're meant to control each other because that's what bad people do. Uh, just tell them that and <laughs> you'll be set. Try it with a little more condescending tone. Uh, that really <laughs> works. Everyone, a- welcome to episode 151 of Radish. Uh, I'm, I'm Will. Uh, I'm, you're, you're, I got the keys this week. Uh, uh, fish want me, women fear me. <laughs> uh, the, oh, it's a new month now. Uh, Mogwai March ended with not much mm-hmm. of anything. Uh, shit. Okay. Uh, pulling from right behind me. This is it. It's, Chain smokers April. It's Sean's <laughs> town. Uh, that's right. It's we're we're doing the killers April. Um, just damn. 
That's what You're I've got. Commit to that? Yes. <laughs> it's Chain Smokers April. You had an April Fool's Day to, in case you didn't want to go through with it. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's true. It could have been Despacito April. I couldn't. I couldn't tell oh, you a man. single Chain Smokers <laughs> song if I tried. You uh, hey, the back closer. seat of your Rover song. Yeah, the song about stealing mattresses <laughs> yeah, from Denver right. or whatever. <laughs> That's in the chorus. That's not even like a verse line. That's well. In fact, we're coming up on a year anniversary. Oh no, it's actually probably a year, half a year from now. Didn't the Chainsmokers try and do like a concert in the middle of COVID, like in they Martha's did? Like they're one of the one of the first ones. Yeah. Oh yeah. They were setting an example like before before it was cool and Chris Jericho did it. <laughs> right. It's Smash Mouth. It's Smash Mouth. <laughs> oh man. Tell her you got a name? Oh, yeah, yeah, Sorry, I was just, you know, wistfully thinking of about this fantastic Smash past Mouth. year we've all had. Um, <laughs> Smash Mouth, too. Hey, now. Um, hey, now. My name is uh, Tyler, and I'm, I'm an April Fool because I didn't... Was that a reference, that, that, that long tirade in the beginning? Yes, that was the Travis McElroy rant. Uh, I, I figured as much, but... We got some good news this week. Ayo. Finally. Good news. Uh, which good news do you want first? You want baseball good news or lottery good news? I know Sean's answer. I know my answer. Lottery good okay. news it is. Um, this <laughs> week, a uh, man in Tennessee... Uh, won a million dollars. A man a in Tennessee, ticket. but sorry, I'm interrupting your news story, but I have to. He, in it, it says he hails from Sparta, and it's like, come on, <laughs> Nick Slatten of Sparta. That is the most. That's fantastic. I think Sparta is in Tennessee. I don't think mm, it's. He's fresh. I don't off think of... it's the city state that fell. Tennessee <laughs> does. Have you if you guys ever been to Nashville? They have like a one to one size uh, pantheon there. Parthenon. Parthenon. Thank you. Um, That's just... in Memphis too. I think. Isn't it? Is it's, in, it's in okay. Nashville. I've never been. Okay. To okay. Nashville. Oh. Yeah. You're saying. So you're saying they've got both some Greek Memphis, stuff going over there. You're saying both Memphis and Sparta are in Tennessee. The next thing you're going to say is there's an Athens over there or something like that. Well, Memphis has the pyramid. They have the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid. Uh, wow, do they really? They have the biggest Bass Pro Shop. It's, it's a giant pyramid like the like the Las Vegas Hotel, and there's a hotel in it. You can stay hmm. there. Wow. It's pretty nice. They probably got pretty um, cheap hotel rooms. That's where we're going to have just, our first Radcon. Is nope. the in the Bass, Bass Pro, Pro Shop, Shop Pyramid. Yeah. Nope. Can't. 100%. <laughs> nope. <laughs> no, it looks, it looks pretty nice, and it's in, you know... <laughs> I remember barbecue. Someone on TikTok. Probably a giant fish tank in there. Sorry, go ahead, Sean. There oh, is. It's like an aquarium upstairs. <laughs> uh, someone on TikTok. What, Sean, if you're gonna be an elitist here and not go to the Bass Pro Shop Pyramid because it's not nice enough for you. <laughs> oh no, I'm not saying we're not going. I was just gonna say we should go to the Chattanooga Choo Choo Hotel, um, which I stayed Never in. Never mind, like, Sean's right. Yeah, which I stayed <laughs> in like the third grade. There's a Choo Choo that you, it's, there's a train that doesn't move, but you can stay there. Um, I volunteer Doesn't move that. yet. Doesn't move yet. Not until we get Radcon there in the Chattanooga Choo Choo. Uh, but Radcon 2021, get the train rolling. <laughs> Someone on uh, TikTok posted a video of the, it was like several days after the insurrection at the Capitol. 
of saying like they stormed our capital now i'm storming theirs <laughs> and the camera flipped around and he was walking inside the bass pro shops in memphis <laughs> <laughs> It it really is the capital of uh, owning Oakleys. Um, <laughs> so this Nick Slatten hailing from Sparta, eighty miles north of Chattanooga. We can we can go visit him. We, we can, can go visit Nick. We'll we got coal yeah. on the train. Yeah, we'll do a uh, we'll do a um, a nice day trip. He won a million dollars off a lottery ticket. I don't know if it was scratch off or ticket. I, I, I want to say scratch off because of the way the story unfolds. Mm-hmm. Um, uh. No, 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 sorry. It was, it was real because the next morning he got up and found it and saw that it was a million dollars. Uh, wow. He then went out uh, and told his fiance about their winnings. And then he spent a half hour running errands with his brother and taking him <laughs> <laughs> to the auto parts store. Uh, and then he left the auto parts store and realized that he had lost the ticket somewhere out running errands. Um, which is not good news, but the okay. good news is he found his winning lottery ticket later that day in a parking lot of the auto parts store. So wow. this guy won the lottery twice. Because yeah, not only real. not only did he win the lottery, he lost the ticket and then found it again in the in a parking lot. <laughs> I I relate to this guy in two ways. Number one, I misplace pretty much anything. I would one hundred percent lose my winning lottery ticket. Number mm-hmm. two, it says that he figured out he won the lottery after a day of tiling so i feel a kiddness to him because we're both tilers um, <laughs> i knew it i knew it i knew it <laughs> <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> I, what this it, this is why nbc news nbc i expect better from you when this news story happens, because this is the pilot of My Name is Earl, one of your TV shows. <laughs> this is literally like Earl wins the lottery, gets hit by a car and loses his ticket, and then decides to be a good person and gets his ticket back from the win. NBC, you wrote this story. <laughs> Why, if they pushed My Name is Earl half as hard as they pushed The Office, they'd sell so many more Peacock subscriptions. <laughs> Oh man, is is the entirety of my name is Earl on Peacock? I mean, it's got to be right. Oh, if it is, maybe I'll watch an episode. Wait, what am I saying? I don't even have Peacock. I'm not even planning on getting Peacock. Is that free? Have y'all gotten that yet? I've got it. It's free for me. It's free, I have Xfinity, um, which is Comcast. Gotcha. Hmm. John, you watching The Office? No. Hmm. You can get packages to make sure you get because for some reason Peacock is not including the entirety of The Office in its well, subscription. The free one only has the first two seasons. The five dollar one has everything. Unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, those are so the they get you two best seasons. <laughs> well, I mean, there are some good episodes later on, but I don't care. I'm just. <laughs> I like how it's like cheaper to buy the DVDs than it is to buy Peacock for a year. <laughs> I I appreciate how uh, reasonable this man is for like he's like he, I think he said he's like he accepts the winnings, and he and his wife are still gonna work. They're just gonna get a new house, and make some investments. And I was like, that's a good way to go about it. like a million dollars. Like you're not gonna lose your life over, um, so, like you can, you absolutely can. But they seem to be taking it very reasonably. I appreciate that. It was a, it was a m- most happy ending to that story possible. 
rather than like man finds million dollar ticket in the lottery, wins it, <laughs> and then blows it all at the Bass Pro Shops pyramid in Memphis, Tennessee. Which he he might still do. He might still. You don't know that. He uses the he uses the million dollars to do some minor renovations on his house, which is to say he turns it into a smaller Bass Pro Shop. But <laughs> <laughs> it, scale. It does present that question that it's like if you win a million dollars tomorrow, do you are you going to keep your job? Are you just going to be like no, I'm okay. No. <laughs> I feel like this is a trap. I don't know if anyone from my work is going to listen to this at some point in time, so I can't I can't answer it this truthfully. Um. But yeah, 100% I'd quit my job. It is I April Fool's Day, Tyler, so you have a pass. That's right. That's right. You can't know for sure or not. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I, wh- why would even you... Even if I had the best... Yeah, if I had the best job in the world and I won the lottery, I'd tell him to kiss my ass. Like, it's not <laughs> even like, just out of principle. Right. I don't know how you, how you have... Even like... Look, on, on Breaking Bad, Walter White figured it out in order for his wife to retire and his kids, two, two kids to go through college, he needed $747,000. That's less than what this guy got, and he <laughs> doesn't have two kids to put through college. And I bet he's... <laughs> nah, I want... I mean, think of... If I got the million dollars, I would turn around and invest it in NFT because I could at least double or triple that at some point. I, I wonder if GameStop. I could, I wonder if I could ask the state to give me my earnings in Bitcoin. Is that possible? No. If you didn't want earnings. <laughs> <laughs> There's someone in the NFL who asked for his paycheck in Bitcoin and they gave it to him. His full year's paycheck, his whole salary. That. Mm. It's just it's a good way to either have two paychecks next year or none paychecks forever. <laughs> I, oh, the other good news is um, the Savannah Bananas are back in the back in the news. Woo. Uh, I moved moved here last week, and I'm already making waves in the, on the internet <laughs> sports community. Uh, Savannah Bananas are the minor league sports team in Savannah, Georgia, uh, currently broadcasting out of. Um, they had a video going around. It's been on Instagram. I've seen it on Twitter too, of a batter on stilts. Uh, with a very very hard to hit strike zone, uh, <laughs> trying to bat, um, and that is par for the course for the antics of the Savannah Bananas, which are kind of like the uh, I guess Harlem Globetrotters of baseball, and that it's like it's uh, it's almost baseball. Yeah, I was gonna is say this they're a not true like minor league team. They're not affiliated yes. with anyone. They're in the Coastal Plain League, um, wow. so they're not. I don't think they're an affiliate of any like MLB team. They're not in like minor league like official minor league baseball um Mm. that being said the the lower you get like the fewer like the more a's you have in the minor league team or just like completely being like you know in a coastal plain league like the savannah bananas the more fun you can have at games with the audience and with your players and it seems like these guys are doing like that to the greatest extent um and i've already told will when i come visit him in savannah we have to go to a game it seems like oh. so much fun. Did I send y'all the rules? I know one rule they instated, which is fucking so, in. one rule is to uh, have fun. Yeah, that's that's, that's, that's the, rule the for only everything, rule. <laughs> even, even this podcast, because when you when you when you do plays just to troll each other, that's what bad people do. Um, 
<laughs> so the, the team was bought in 2015 by a guy who uh, was like, we're going to make, how do we, how do we get people to come watch base a minor league baseball game? And he's like, you're gonna, we're going to completely bastardize the game. <laughs> and uh, it's called banana ball is technically what they play. And it's like baseball, but number one, every inning is a different game. So it's, if you win the inning, you win that inning and the, the score resets to the next inning. So you could be down by a hundred, and if it goes to the next inning, you still have a chance to win. Um, Family feud. Yeah. Number two, two-hour time limit. Two hours shut off. There's there's no reason the baseball game should last more than two hours. Uh, number that's, three. That's fair. That's a mercy. No no stepping out of the batter's box. If you step out of the batter's box, it's a strike. You cannot nice. take out either practice swing. Once you're in, you're in. Number four, no bunting. It's boring. It's just, <laughs> What if they say, oh, hold on? So, what if the pitcher throws a ball at you and you got to dive out of the batter's box for your life? Then it's a strike, or do you just gotta yeah, stand strike. there and get hit? Well, that, that'd be a ball, I think. Yeah, I mean, most batters that would be a ball, unless yeah, you're well, standing on the plate. No, I'm just saying, someone beams a ball right at you, well, right? That would be a ball because it's, it's out of the strike zone, yeah. Well, yeah, but but and then I'm you automatically if, if you walk if you to step first. out of the strike if you step out of the box to get out of the way of the ball, does that supersede the ball, Tyler? I think if, the ball ball is, if the ball is coming towards you directly towards you, the ball is already out of the strike zone, yes. I'm aware it's already a ball, so it I'm is aware. already but, a ball. But they also I think stepped the ball out of the box. Su- <laughs> but the ball super. <laughs> <laughs> Rule five: You can steal first. Yeah, who's, I think who's on first? Absolutely. Who's on first? <laughs> oh my god! Number six: No walks allowed. If you get four balls, you got it. It's fourth ball, you gotta hit it. You gotta swing. Right, well, then There's no my walks. Previous question doesn't even matter at this point. <laughs> uh, number seven. Or okay, next one: No mound visits. There's no going out and having a having a tea party on the mound. Uh, none of that. Uh, You're set together. One, one of my favorite rules is that in the event of a tie at two hours, it goes to a one-on-one showdown, uh, where <laughs> a, the swords. pitcher the pitcher throws it at the batter, and there's one outfielder to catch it. And that's, that's the, that's, <laughs> it's one v one baseball. I didn't, the the best rule is the one that Sean Sean found. Uh, if a fan catches a foul ball, that's an out. <laughs> Still counts as an out. Hell yes. <laughs> now a tactical reason to bring your glove to the game. I feel like I don't know. Uh, Savannah Bananas, if you're listening, uh, I I've been trying to put this rule uh, towards other, you know, to towards Major League Baseball, but I think that's going to take a little while longer to hit. Um, but put Temple guards in the outfield, just like yes, like, have like a home team. <laughs> 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 just I want someone to be able to like wrestle one of the like away team's outfielders, uh, even though like the home team's up to bat. I think that would be a lot of fun. Um, but yeah, I looked it up. Uh, the Coastal Plain League is a wood bat collegiate summer league featuring college players recruited throughout the nation. Um, wow. So it's it's basically, man, it just sounds so much fun though, especially with all those rules. That's fantastic. You can still uh, you can still go pro from here. Like they could still like I would argue you have more eyes on you than most minor league teams. Most definitely, especially like that the guy on the stilts. Yeah, if you could hit a ball on stilts. <laughs> You can hit a ball pitched by the <laughs> Milwaukee Brewers. The players have said that the uh, it makes the game like a lot faster and more aggressive because you, you you've always got to be swinging. <laughs> There's no. 
Oh man, I see here that they are currently sold out of every game from 2017 to 2019 and on an 88-game sellout streak. Wow. That is unbelievable. They're, it, they're the only team to play a whole game in kilts. Good for them. I mean, probably a little scary for the people who sat behind the plate. Tyler, what do you think play. a batter is doing? <laughs> no, I'm talking about the catcher wearing a kilt behind the plate in a squatting position. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. Especially if they wear it yeah. in the way that the Scottish are intended to wear their kilt. <laughs> Commando. Anyways, uh, look right. forward to our future live streams in which I will undoubtedly be wearing a Savannah banana hat because this is a, a home state team I will absolutely support. Nice. Uh, oh, are you a Savannah Bananas fan? Are you a Macon Bacon fan from Macon, Georgia? <laughs> also in the Coastal Plain League. I gotta look at more teams. That's in this a rivalry league. there. Their mascot is named Kevin Bacon. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the actor, though. It is a piece of bacon. <laughs> that rules. And the owner of the Savannah Bananas leads the crowd and cheers wearing a yellow tuxedo like Dayman every game. <laughs> Hell yeah. More of United U.S. baseball needs to be like Korean baseball, honestly. After being introduced to that last year, I can use more of that in my live sport going events. The The video where I found the stilts thing on Twitter was some like baseball Twitter guy being like, can someone explain why this is funny? <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like Twitter. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this seems like kind of a waste of everyone's time. And I was like, you, you, this is Twitter. This is Twitter.jpg. <laughs> I was going to say, it couldn't. A man on stilts hitting a baseball. The source, <laughs> what is this for? The source of the video is uh, this real, this great guy, like this team called John Boy Media, um, who seemed to be like real solid in their baseball reporting. I doubt it was them who was like, oh, why is this funny? Uh, because they're pretty great. I've been following them for a while. Shout out to John Boy. Anyways. <laughs> John. Show and tells. I just think they're neat. All right. <laughs> Will bailed. Will, Will just left. Uh, so Sean and I... the room and you see what's up. Uh, um, who wants to go first? I'll go first. Uh, I'm I'll gonna... go f- oh. oh, oh, fight! <laughs> Tyler no, and I are fight. both talking 1v1. about uh, the most popular superhero things that came out a week ago. Um, That's true. That's true. Who's doing Hellboy? <laughs> All right. Who's doing League of Extraordinary Gentlemen? I'm doing League yeah, of that's Something. Classic. All right, Sean. All right. So, uh, finally, the mad nerd world has been satiated because the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League is out on HBO Max, ready to stream if you've got a spare four (laughs) hours, which I do this week. Uh, Boy, I had not seen Joss Whedon's cut of Justice League. I could not care less about it. I just thought, you know, I didn't like like anything that came before (laughs) it. Um... I just could not find myself caring, but the story and the, like just everything behind the Snyder cut just brought me to it. I thought, you know, it's 
Zack Snyder, who's a director that I mostly respect. I enjoy some of his movies. Um, but it's him receiving his, like, finally getting his final vision on the screen and having it able to watch and just being able to see what that is and what it means uh, it was an opportunity too good to pass up. Um, and then I saw everyone talking about how it was in 4-3, and I thought, this is a wild choice. Can't not miss it. <laughs> um, or can't miss it. It's complex time. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, but yeah, I don't have any notes written down. This is completely free form. But I, oh, I, I enjoy Justice League <laughs> more than I expected. I will admit, um, it. There were some shots that looked like absolute shit, but I think that's just <laughs> that's the style. That's what the DCEU looks like. That's what you know, Man of Steel, Dawn of Justice, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman. They all looked like shit. But there were some shots in it, particularly the shots that I know Zack Snyder added in. Like he said that none of Joss Whedon's shots were used in this movie, which I believe. But <laughs> um, there were some sequences in his Justice League that were like legitimately beautiful. Like there were scenes where it's just people. There's no heroes on the screen. There's no like, you know, flying in the air, fighting Mothman or whatever the fuck. It's just like <laughs> Bruce Wayne talking to uh, Arthur, forgot his last name, to Aquaman. Um, Morgan. Arthur Morgan, thank you. <laughs> uh, they're just talking in Iceland. And it's just like this gorgeous shot in the bar. Or you get... <laughs> You get uh, like more of cyborgs. You get more of a <laughs> cyborgs backstory, and it's this like beautifully oh, yeah. shot, very stylistic football game. And I remember it looked absolutely stunning. <laughs> I was like, "This is very cool." And then it gets into the All combat scenes, where they were very very rough. Um, but yeah, the like rough, like they were fighting rough or rough. Just like it, someone would get punched. And they'd move too fast, and then you just see them laying on the ground. And you could tell, you like, some... Hard. I know, but it, it, <laughs> there was no, like, full fluid... You get punched mo- by Superman, tell me. There was never, like, <laughs> one full fluid motion. It was just, like, punch, flash... It was like that vine, that vine of the, the kid who gets <laughs> hit by a pillow. It's... You know what I'm talking about? And it, it's yeah, just goes, one minute he's up and one minute he's down. He goes flying across. The- yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sing. And then he gets hit with a pillow. And it's- okay, sorry. Um, No, it's okay. It's just like some of the action looks like eh, a little weird compared to like the Marvel stuff or, you know, any other good action movie. Um, Ezra Miller's Flash was a lot not tonally... <laughs> like in sync with the rest of the movie the flash stuff is pretty cool it did have me thinking that i should maybe watch the flash television show will not happen but uh it reminded me that the flash is a pretty fucking cool superhero i know um but i I just can't do uh superhero tv shows we'll talk later um (laughs) it was uh but there was like the ending i won't spoil it um was well done they were like they were like, <laughs> yes, Zack Snyder killed all of them, so no one else can play with his toys. Uh, but there were like six different endings, and they presented like all these kind of different worlds and like led up to a series that will not complete. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, didn't he just come out and say that this is not going to be canon? Or no, like, he just said he's canon. like, I don't have any plans to continue this, um, even okay. though the, there are a lot of cool plans laid out. Um, 
including like the reshot nightmare sequence that's at the end that I won't spoil too much, but it's got Jared Leto in it. And I think he partially redeemed his Joker through that, uh, which was really nice to see. Um, wow, Ray Fisher. Finally. Uh, <laughs> Ray Fisher was the highlight as Cyborg. Uh, they finally, I think Zack Snyder always wanted him to be the heart of the movie, and he was in this. And it, all of his sequences were fantastic. Ben Affleck, not a bad Bruce Wayne, not a bad Batman. Uh, I wish I could have seen more Batman stuff, but he's not the worst. Well, there have been a lot of really good Batmans. No, Val Kilmer's the worst. Okay. Um, but yeah, Ben Affleck was totally fine. Robert Pattinson's going to blow him out of the water. Uh, but anyway, Zack Snyder's Justice League, it doesn't... I know this sounds bad, but it doesn't feel like four hours. Like, it does... It does go on a long time it doesn't go on four (laughs) hours but in the same way where you've spent an afternoon just watching a television show like a tv series like three or four episodes of that and it's just kind of flown by so does justice league it doesn't feel like you're watching the irishman or watching magnolia or watching you know Endgame kind of had a good pacing uh had much better pacing actually Endgame was much more enjoyable (laughs) anyways it doesn't like I remember like you know looking at the clock and like oh there's an hour and a half left like okay and like it didn't feel like there was all that long that had passed or that all that long that was coming towards it or that was about to come up um anyways before I make this show until four hours long uh (laughs) solid just like seven out of ten movie just like you know easy seven out of ten not much to say about it more than that uh, if you're into superheroes or into like the whole story of the Snyder Cut, highly recommend watching it if you have a free afternoon or evening and you don't have to get up early the next day. Uh, but yeah, that's Zack Snyder's uh, Justice League. Gal Gadot is I can't a believe... terrible actress. I can't believe Sean highly recommended the Snyder Cut. That's the <laughs> craziest thing about this year. Truly. <laughs> Shut the podcast down. I, I've said that the funniest thing that can happen is that the Snyder Cut is good. So this is... It's, we Man are living Steel, in the best timeline. Man of Steel put me to sleep, and the only fun thing about Dawn of Justice was watching it and making fun of it with friends in the theater. But then I saw Suicide I, Squad, and that ruined my mood. And then I saw Wonder Woman, <laughs> and that further ruined my mood. And then I saw Birds of Prey, which I still think is the best DC movie. Um... But after that, Man of Steel, Man of Steel's not great, but it's also probably the best Superman movie. So. Yeah, <laughs> Snyder does get Superman in a very, very special way. Also, Batman. I all of the stuff that wasn't the plot of Batman Superman Dawn of Justice was pretty good <laughs> until the until the Martha thing. Yeah, like I like the Batman fight. S- sue me, but the movie was dumb. Uh, I'll 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 check this out when I have a free two days. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch it eventually. Um, I actually have a perfect segue because I also watched a movie You're last night. Um, I watched uh, I watched The Big Chill for the first time last night. Criterion Collections, The Big Chill. Um, fantastic <laughs> film. It was actually really great. Uh, I did watch it for the first time last night. Um, have you guys seen The Big Chill at all? Is this your show and tell? The Big Chill? <laughs> no. I thought this was more loose and free form. I just want to talk about the big chill. Oh yeah, that's fine. No, I, was, I was also I right correlation. Sean brought a movie. I, you, I want to talk about thought, a movie. No, totally fine. I thought you were yeah. razzing us. Yeah. I, just, I didn't know what this was. 
Yes, I Tyler. actually did yeah, watch no, it last I, night, and it was great. But I, I, I saw the I've big, not seen the big show. I hear it's great. I, I saw it years ago. I don't remember much, many remarkable things about it, but I know the soundtrack is legendary and the cast is great. Um, I should watch it again, though. Yeah. That's the one where the guy goes off to live in Alaska and freezes to death, right? Yep. Yes. Okay. <laughs> it's got music um, by Pearl Jam. It's got Emil Hirsch. <laughs> yeah. Cuts his arm Solely off. Pearl Jam. It's just Pearl Jam. <laughs> um, Pearl Jam stars in it. <laughs> no, uh, I just I just wanted to bring that up because that was a direct correlation between mine and Sean's. What I really wanted to talk about is the Marvel <laughs> series Falcon and Winter Soldier. Movie? <laughs> I talk about a superhero so property, movie, and you're also, bring, to... you're also bringing Direct a superhero I property. I also watched a movie. <laughs> hey, not all segues can be perfect. You said you speaking had the of, perfect speaking segue. Of Justice League, I watched The Big Chill. <laughs> well, the Sean watched a, a big a movie, series and Sean about superheroes. <laughs> I bring a superhero property, and you have a superhero property, and yet your segue is, I watched a big movie, big too. <laughs> well, are y'all mad? The Big Chill's fantastic. It's got a, no, I'm not like mad. I'm, just, I'm not segue. mad. I'm just, you, you were so like, I actually you're have like, what are you doing? the perfect segue. <laughs> no, I'm, I really am just fucking with y'all. Um, I will also say the Justice League, and uh, a complete difference to uh, Big Chill fucking terrible soundtrack holy shit Zack Snyder's iPhone is a terror house well I, I want to get Justice League on vinyl um, big chill I don't care much about but <laughs> <laughs> no uh, so a lot of people not liking It'll be eight Falcon LPs. and Winter Soldier a, a lot ahead, of people not liking uh, all good they're hating on it a lot of haters out there for Falcon and Winter Soldier um, that's alright you know what that's fine, because the first episode was a little slow, but it looks like it's going to be pretty good. It had Don Cheadle in the first episode, <laughs> so that's how you know it's going to be good. That's how you know it's good. <laughs> I can vouch for this. I watched all the Oceans movies. Oh, I have the perfect segue from Tyler's show until I watched all three of the Oceans movies this past weekend. They also have Don Cheadle, also solid. Wow. Um, they also got the old man from Up as the new Captain America, <laughs> which is an honest Ed Asner. Yes, yeah, Ed Asner is the new Captain America. Have you seen the picture? People are going crazy no. over this guy's ears. I'm I'm sorry for this man, uh, but he has big ears. It's Wyatt <laughs> Russell. He's a very handsome man, and I can't wait to see him as the new Captain. Yes, but the costuming department could have done a little better. Someone yeah, could have said face. something. If you put about the if ears. you put Kurt Russell in the Captain America costume, he would also look kind of funny. So his ears look like they look fake. <laughs> like those don't look. That looks like an ear that's like painted on the side of the. Hang on, hang on a second. Maybe that's part of it. Oh, this is know. the nineteen ninety one. What are you um, talking about? Oh, I see. At, he does have his ears out. Has Captain America always had his ears out? Chris Evans uh, just has normal ears. Yeah, so sometimes he does. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're not, they're not big. They just stick out at a right angle. Yeah. yeah. The the helmet or something is pushing the ears out, and ah. it just doesn't go well with the shape of his head. I'm Sorry excited. to this guy. Um, is he... Uh, 
Is he supposed to be? He's Chris a Evans? U.S. agent. U.S. agent. Okay. Yeah. Um. Anyways, let me talk about the actual show. It's about Falcon and Winter Soldier. Hence uh, the name Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, right after, right after Endgame. Um, for some reason, uh, Sam, who's who's the Falcon, doesn't have any money. Uh, that's like a major plot point in this. He's just broke. Him and his his family, his sister, are just broke. Um, all right, so we're gonna be figuring that out this season. And then, um, <laughs> obviously, the Winter Soldier is dealing with some shit because he's literally just killed people for eighty years. So uh, he's he's got a lot of stuff going on too. Um, so not all of it's gonna be fighting. It's it's deep diving into these two side characters that have just been that you know side characters albeit great side characters in the Captain American franchise. Um, it looks like it's going to have a lot to say about, you know, post-war psyche. Uh, a lot to say about, um, uh, honestly, race in, in America and deciding, you know, who's going to represent, um, you know, be, be representative of our country. Um it's, it's It looks like it's going to be pretty good. I mean, WandaVision completely separate show that ended up being pretty fantastic um this one a lot more similar to the marvel that we're used to the first fight was pretty epic it was it was some paragliders literally jumping from helicopter to helicopter had a hostage tied to them it was pretty cool sean you 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 probably you saw that right i watched it yeah i watched it yeah um but uh a little bit of a slow start but but uh, I I think it's gonna be pretty good, you know. We're lucky we're getting Marvel anything at this point. <laughs> I mean, at, by now we should have had Black Widow and Eternals and um, Shang Chi and a whole bunch of other stuff. So Inhumans, but the the Snyder cut for Inhumans where he doesn't write. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Forgot about Inhumans. Um, Everyone did. <laughs> Said the writers. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, check I, it out. It's good. Uh, I'll co-sign Tyler's because I'm also uh, coming off of like the highs and lows of Wandavision of just being like, oh, they're gonna do so much with it, and they just do like what they should do, and everyone got their expectations way too high for it, as I did. Yeah. Um, but it, it was <laughs> nice getting into Falcon and the Winter Soldier, and just like, sorry, I'm making so much noise. Um, trying to open pills anyways we it's a sick household <laughs> oh, over huh? here um in any case uh it felt like a really good episode of one of the netflix marvel shows to me um like a really yeah. good pilot episode of something that will like hook me and keep me going and i think that is something we're just gonna have to deal with like the marvel dramas i think we got a little spoiled with wandavision trying something new and out of the box for its mm-hmm. format we're Whereas uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier is just going to be just kind of straight, you know, Bucky and, and Steve, not Steve, sorry, and Sam. Sam. Um, just kind of partnering up. And, you know, we finally get Baron Von Zemo back, and I think that'll be fun. Um, got this cool, like, the Flag um, Smashers. group or something. Yeah. yeah. The Flag Smashers. Which um, has a, robot. <laughs> apparently <laughs> a pretty okay and good, like, motives, but <laughs> Falcon and Winter Soldier's going to be like, no, it's bad. Like, they, they say <laughs> they they say the line, like, they want no borders for the whole world. And and you're watching going like, oh, okay, cool. And they go, and that's a bad thing. And you're going, oh, okay. <laughs> 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 so... 
they are gonna have to like really push to make you not root for the bad guys here. Um, but I'm excited to like see like I I watched my uh, the Nerdist like all the Easter eggs you missed in Falcon and the Winter Soldier as I did with every WandaVision episode, and that made it much more enjoyable to me because you see how much care oh. and how much like comic book knowledge goes into these TV shows, mm-hmm. um, and they kind of like get you. I will say their WandaVision series got also contributed to the hype of saying like, oh, Mephisto's coming, and this is the Quicksilver yeah. from the 21st Century Fox X-Men. They're merging. Yeah. When, spoilers, they didn't. Um, but I think... That was the real April Fool. Yeah. Uh, Captain the Winter Soldier, um, the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, uh, seems like it's going to be just like a cool like buddy cop fun action drama. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm excited to keep watching. <laughs> Sean just saw a ghost off camera. Sorry, we're good. <laughs> I, I I will check this out. I I. I Did you watch Wandavision? I watched some of it. I watched the last episode with my parents, and there was a big sky laser, and I was like, "Oh, we're still doing sky lasers." <laughs> I hope my one hope for Cat Falcon Winter Soldier is no sky lasers, please. Like, please don't shoot a laser into the sky. Probably not. It's going to feel like a lot of uh, just Captain America Civil War, which is one of the better Marvel movies. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's It's my favorite one. Yeah. It's not based off of Ultron, essentially, like the last one. I will. I I like a. I like. I like any Marvel stuff where there's not like a bunch of CGI. I just want two guys fighting in a hallway. That's why I like Daredevil. Yeah. Yeah. Just give me two guys punching. Daredevil was fucking good. Daredevil was Daredevil fucking needs great. to come back, please, for the love of God. Yeah. <laughs> I would... Oh, man. If they brought back the cast of Daredevil for something at Disney, that'd be fantastic. They were so good. Um, Iron Fist, I was most excited for, but <laughs> that never came out. <laughs> uh, can I talk about a, a video game? As long as you have a perfect <sighs> segue. About superheroes anymore? Well, kind of. He's he's my superhero. Okay. <laughs> this is a video game called My Dad. No, uh, is... <laughs> it's talk and the power of juju. I wish. <laughs> uh, so I bought a PlayStation Five because I didn't know oh. I'd be able to get one. Uh, I bought one in like the November. We, I forgot about we, that. Uh, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna talk about the only PS Five game that I own, which is Astro's Playroom, which is the game that comes with the PlayStation Five. <laughs> Nice. Um, I figure I have enough PS4 games. Like PS4 games look really, really good, and they load instantly. So you know, well spent. But I also was like, I can't spend sixty bucks on Demon Souls right now. Um, yeah. But Astro's Playroom comes with your console, and it's it's basically Wii Sports for the PS5. Like it's just like a tech demo. Hmm. Like you know how uh, Wii Sports was just like, oh, you can waggle the controller, and it's like, but like Wii Sports was a good game. Oh yeah. Uh, and Astro's Playroom is also a very good game. It's Maybe a maybe a four to six hour uh, platformer where you play as Astro, who's a little like kind of a, like Eve from Wally, little robot. Mm. He's kind of been like PlayStation's mascot recently. Uh, he had a VR title for PSVR, um, and uh, yeah, it's basically a tech demo introducing you to the PlayStation Five and its like features. So like, um, the PlayStation Five uses like gyro in the controller. And it has like adaptive triggers, which are really cool. And it has like you know 
high def rumble and it just puts you in levels that uh show off those things so like for the adaptive triggers like you can program how much resistance the trigger has at different points oh so like when you squeeze it it feels like you're pulling a plunger back on like a like a bow and arrow or whatever or like it feels like you're shooting a gun and it's really cool for fortnite fortnite's the other ps5 game that i own but it was free so i don't really count that um like the different guns have different feel on the triggers so like the oh, shotgun cool. has like more resistance and yeah it's, it's it's really neat like if you uh i hope more games use that because it, it makes it feel really really responsive uh but astro's playroom there's four worlds they're all like themed after different parts of the playstation 5 like when's the cooler when's the gpu when's the ssd uh and my favorite part is while you're platforming through them and like hopping around and doing these little kind of gimmicky platform levels uh there's other astro bots around you and they are they are uh reenacting scenes from famous playstation games um yeah there's like a one it's like Ico. it's like a little guy with horns escorting a girl and there's one where it's like uh, a guy with like crates on his back walking with a backpack like death stranding there's like an ape escape one and like as you're walking by you're just like oh look that's that's resident evil 2 uh (laughs) and it's it's like very cool and then like the little collectibles you get and stuff are like old playstation peripherals it's like the iToy and like the psx and stuff like that and the whole thing is just like a love letter to playstation history each level also you get like a, a previous console as a reward for finishing them for the museum and uh yeah there's lots of like uh lots of easter eggs and fun little uh things with the levels that are all just like kind of a, a look back at you know 30 years of playstation almost now uh and it's, it's really fun and if you get a playstation 5 uh, you, you might be tempted to skip this one because it's just the free game that came with the console, but it's delightful. Uh, and I would highly recommend playing through it because it is just just a who. And it looks great, which I think it's supposed to because you tech demo, but it does look really good. Very cool. Nice. Is it out? Like, I mean, uh, yeah, is, is it out? Is the PlayStation 5, is it able to be purchased yet? Or is it still pretty much whenever it comes up, it gets sold out? They're, they're still selling out, but I think PlayStation's putting up more queues. I've seen okay. more queues recently. Okay. I don't think it's as hard. Got it. Uh, I also got the Meteor Remote, which is a game changer. The Meteor? The Meteor Remote? Media Remote? Oh, Media Remote. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I thought you were talking about meat, like meaty claws, big meaty claws. It's meteor than... It's not not your grandma's remote. I thought that's what you were saying. Oh, oh. No, no, no. It's grandma's Media Remote. Move on. Oh, that's the episode <laughs> title. <laughs> All right. We got... We're, I don't know where Sean's going, but we got... I thought we were For this there. last segment. <laughs> he saw a ghost. We get the title and we're good. <laughs> um, So I'm going to take you guys on a little sonic journey here. Mm. It's 2003. You've just come off... You just come inside, you sit on the couch, you're drinking a Capri Sun, and you hear it. The Drew Carey theme song. Oh. Your favorite ska song. The guy who wrote that song obviously like slept in his clothes the night before and forgot he had to write a song. <laughs> I was about to say Gary can write a better song than that, and he has, and he has for this show. 
Because for the Hall of Fame, the Radish Hall of Fame, I am inducting DCOMs and this Disney mm-hmm. Channel original movie for the uninitiated. For those of you who aren't, uh, for those of you uh, non-Scorsese heads who don't know <laughs> cinema. <laughs> My mom didn't let me watch Disney Channel original movies. <laughs> yeah, yes, she did. I went to your house. <laughs> Tyler can only watch MTV and Jerry Springer and Maury. Spike TV. <laughs> yeah. We were a Spike TV household. The, I think the reason the reason the decom was so great was because there was a time you may not remember it. Where if you wanted to see a movie, you had to trick an adult into going to see it too. <laughs> you couldn't. You had no money. You had no car. You had no means of getting. The first movie I was dropped off at the theaters was X Men Three: The Last Stand. So. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Yeah. And the, the first D-Con... one I I was dropped off for was The Artist. <laughs> Tyler, we saw that together. (laughs) And my mom has dropped me off. The decal was it was free. It was something everyone on Monday. It came out on a Friday night, so you'd go, you know, get a pizza and watch the free movie. God, Uh, on Monday, it it ran all weekend usually, and then like for most of the next month. (laughs) (laughs) Then on Monday, you talk about it. It was what a great time to be alive. Um, and I think it also the decoms have the SNL curse, where the ones that came out when you were the target age are the best ones, and kids today don't know what a good Disney Channel movie is because right. they weren't here for Brink or whatever. Camp Rock, <laughs> Camp Rock. Smart House. Thirteen. Uh, so, what are some of your favorite uh, Disney Channel movies as we induct them? So well, de- we so well deserved. Give Disney Entertainment some <laughs> some shoutouts. <laughs> Suckin' is, is, is my favorite Disney channel. Suckin's a good one. <laughs> of course, you got your Xenons. You got your Halloween Towns. Um, in fact, what was, what was your favorite Halloween Town? One, Calabar's Revenge. Three, four. I, I think, well, I don't remember. I, don't, I never watched Halloween Town. What? I was also not oh, too scared. I, I remember watching <laughs> Halloween Town, but I remember also more... Uh, Specifically, uh, the other two, well, I'm sure there are others, but the other two Halloween scary uh, decoms I remember most were uh, Phantom of the Megaplex and Don't Look Under the Bed. The latter of which I remember being actually pretty scary. Um, That was PG. That one was scary. Yeah. Uh, There was also, I think, uh, the mummy one. My dad's a vampire or something like that. My mom's Mom's got a date with a vampire. Yeah. (laughs) Which sounds like a light novel. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, it does. What was the mummy one? Wrapped up? No. Uh, that was wrapped up, or there was one that was like, uh, like the Ghoul Squad, oh, or Scare Squad. It was like the that. very first decom. It was called Under Wraps. Uh, Came out in 1997. I remember it like it was yesterday. So I mean, that's a great guide for all of us. Uh, if the girl you're dating is younger than Disney Channel original movies. You can't do that. (laughs) (laughs) Nope. Um, It is horse sense. (laughs) It was a while. I don't don't think they they knew what they were doing making these movies. (laughs) 
Uh, a lot of good ones. I mean, 98, yeah, 99. Also- like, Brink was fantastic. I will, I'll, I'll throw on Brink tonight. That made rollerblading look so cool um, <laughs> and felt so similar to a, an extremely goofy movie. Um, there was also Smart Johnny Tsunami, fantastic as well. I never went Smart with House. like the franchise ones. That's the thing. It's like Johnny's, I mean, Smart House, fantastic. Too yeah. big for you. But like the Johnny Tsunami. Yeah, I, it's too, too mainstream. It was just the yeah, Art House decoms. I, I took the A24 <laughs> decoms. <laughs> Ring of Endless Light, which was like the Disney Channel original movie version of Cloud Atlas. <laughs> Does um, anybody, you know, as a child ever run up on true confessions? Just like getting oh. real excited for a decom, and then they hit you with true confessions. You Every know what I'm year about, Sean? they'd hit you with like a really serious one, and like you felt cheated. <laughs> yeah. I cried during true oh, confessions. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> I Shia LaBeouf's in it. Oh, and he plays no. uh, uh, a child that's developmentally challenged, developmentally disabled, uh, it's... didn't have o- enough oxygen at birth. <laughs> And it's like he did. It's more progressive than Sia's movie. Oh <laughs> man, I forgot about. Good lord! Uh, but like he does a good job, I'd say. Maybe I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, I'm, not, I'm not gonna watch back. But the one that came after okay. True Confessions uh, was Get a Clue, which is actually excellent. the one I'll probably watch excellent. tonight. Which is kids solving a mystery it's got Lindsay lohan exactly. it's got bug hall i remember the main theme song was done by a pop duo named milo and simon which were the names of my yes. cats at the time and i thought that Whoa. was the biggest galaxy brain ever coincidence i've ever experienced at that time um it wasn't a coincidence yeah <laughs> <laughs> they did it they recorded it they did it my cats did it brenda's song <laughs> God, what a good movie. I, I love a kid detective. Never gets old. Um, in March, you got Cadet, Cadet Kelly. In June, you got Get a Clue. And in between that, you got True Confessions. <laughs> There's uh, Even Steven's movie was fantastic. Uh, Incredible. Fantastic. Proud Family movie, great. Um, yep. Dancing Peanuts. Hmm? The dancing oh. peanuts in Proud Family. Oh, movie? sure, sure, sure. No. Full Court Miracle, the basketball Hanukkah film. <laughs> Full Court Miracle, and that's the thing. That's that's the kind of movie you want to watch on a Friday night yeah. on Disney Channel, right? There's not yeah. not true confessions. There's also Miracle in Lane too, uh, which had Frankie Muniz, and I was a big uh, Malcolm in the Middle fan at the time, so it was fun to see Frankie Muniz in a role that was more heartwarming than it was nihilistic. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Wendy Wu, Homecoming Warrior. I didn't, Hell yes. Didn't know he was. Yeah, that was a little late. That might have been after that was 2006. That was My the same last... year as High School Musical, Cowbells, Return to Halloween Town, Cheetah Girls 2. I didn't watch any of those. See, my my last one really was High School Musical and also Eddie's Million Dollar Cook-Off. That's like the last one I remember. After that one, I was like, all right, we got to switch full-time to Spike TV. By then, <laughs> Thousand Ways to Die was on... Um, Deadliest War. Yeah, yeah, I think Proud Family I, I movie was think... my last one because I remember uh, High School Musical came out. And I was not sold. <laughs> I watched up till '06. I watched High School Musical. Before that was a movie called Buffalo Dreams. I don't even remember this one at all. Who's <laughs> no. this? Oh, it's a BMX one, I think. Um. I like how there's always like one or two sports ones, but they weren't like basketball. They were like, uh, 
like luge or something like that. Or like, it it made me feel like Miracle in Lane Two. I was watching. I was, the, I was watching too. a visual representation of a Matt Christopher novel. <laughs> <laughs> you remember Matt Christopher? I don't. That he, yeah, yeah, when he... you don't remember Matt Christopher, he wrote. Yeah, little, you do. He he wrote young novel, young young novels, or not young novels, young adult young novels, novels. for uh, <laughs> for like sports fans. Like, yeah, that wasn't me. Why like, would I have ever picked up? Well, that's you've the thing seen them though. We we had to read in middle school in our middle school reading class or whatever, like for fifteen minutes. So we went to the library to check shit out. If you didn't have a Matt Christopher book, you were looking like a fool. Sean's, Sean's mainlining brand of brothers at age nine. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a World War Two decom, which means I was always separated from Disney Channel original movies. If there was a World no, War Two, the DCOM, sweet the Sweet Life movie was a decom. And that it was took a, place during World War yeah. II. It was a prequel. <laughs> Zach and Cody are up to some mess in the Pacific Theater. <laughs> there wasn't there wasn't a World War II decom, but there was Tiger Cruise. And I'm going to read you the plot of Tiger Cruise, uh, where Hayden Panettiere is on a, a boat visiting her father, who is like a Navy person, sailor, in the Pacific. A, a seaman. And while the, Navy person. While, well, he's a seaman. And it's and played by David Arquette. No, it's not. It's Bill Pullman. Sorry. They look the same. Sorry. Bill Pullman. And while the, while they're on the boat, 9-11 happens. <laughs> and this this came out in 2004. You know this was pitched January 20, 2002. Just yeah. like somebody at Disney was like, how soon could we pull the trigger on this? And every year was like, can we do it now? No. Can we do it now? <laughs> we had to wait until we were at war with Iraq until... <laughs> we pulled the. We had to see yeah uh, with the. Oh, the Kim Possible movie was good too. I liked the movies that like had the kind of the weird monster thing going on. Like I think I mentioned Thirteenth Year, uh, classic, horrifying, truly. Uh, <laughs> a, body, a body horror film. Luck of the Irish, it really was. super fun. Loved Luck of the Irish. Thought that was absolutely delightful. Pixel perfect. I think. I think some of these were added later because there's no way a movie called Ready to Run about horse racing came out in 2000 and I haven't seen it. <laughs> I've seen every horse racing movie from the early 2000s. Seabiscuit? Oh, well, I've seen a lot of these. The Other Me, I was going to be the vampire, uh, fan of the Megaplex, Quince. I've seen all of it from this year. I haven't, I've never heard of Alley Cat Strike, a bowling movie. <laughs> I feel like some of these got put in the because like they play one like every night basically right like yeah. repeats yeah and then like they every... also play like Disney movies like it wasn't always a decom yeah that they played on decom nights right but but like I feel like a lot of these got put into the heavy rotation like Cadet Kelly and uh, oh, yeah. Cheetah Girls but like some of these they played ones and were like never showing that one again <laughs> <laughs> like True Confessions like, yeah. a lot of parents wrote in. I have to see. Why if, are you showing this to my very young child? It's true confessions on Disney Plus. <laughs> oh, God. are they on Dis- Are they on Disney Plus? Because we gotta start doing these. I mean, we gotta do a decom podcast. I know most of the podcasts, I, most of the popular ones are. I know Brink is. I know Luck of the Irish. I know Thirteenth Year. Proud Family. Uh, We're stuck in the suburbs with uh, Taryn Killiam. Oh wow! Wow! It is on Disney Plus. All right, boys and girls. <laughs> We're watching True Confessions. <laughs> We're watching True Confessions. 
Oh, Radish Discord server movie night. No. <laughs> no. I I did I did forget to mention uh Frankie Muniz in Miracle and Laid 2 plays a child with spinal bifida and uh hydrocephaly. No. Um Disney what I need to meet the Disney Channel original movie producers. It was in the early 2000s when, when this was just okay. This is when uh Rosie O'Donnell was in My Sister's Keeper. This was just kind of like, <laughs> this was the this was the era of I am Sam. Okay, so this was just kind of okay. Brain man, yeah. brain man. This was like feel feel good movies that were like meant well, but probably missed the mark on yeah. almost every mark. Um, thank God they gave Shia LaBeouf the chance to do even Stevens movie. Uh, I haven't seen Honey Boy. I don't know how the, that property affected his life. But I remember the Even Stevens movie being just one of the best things. Yeah, it was like, what if you pranked your friends by putting them on Survivor, but also Jeff Probst was a dick. Great. <laughs> Fun fact about Even Stevens. This was going to be Tyler's history. Uh, I have another one, though. Um... Oh, perfect. Well, thank you. Um, the scene, the graduation scene, where they got the coach coming out, and then there's the yeah. giant... It's, yeah, it's spaghetti. Giant, yeah, the spaghetti, the giant beach, beach ball pops and the spaghetti pours on him. So behind the scenes, they had just two guys on top of the scaffold dump two just like moving boxes, bins worth of spaghetti on this guy. And he started seeing stars and they had, he, they did do a concussion protocol on this dude because he almost <laughs> passed out. On the principal? <laughs> like, yeah, no, uh, he's, he's the coach. He got hit with the... The, co- the coach. Yeah, he got hit the spaghetti. Apparently he got hit with such full force because they were just too high up with too much spaghetti uh, that he almost he almost got a concussion and passed out. An Italian carpet bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Don't Google that. That's something else. <laughs> also featured in the film Double Team, but not the Disney Channel one. <laughs> oh, God. Double Team, one cup. <laughs> Double right, Team was a movie about two very tall girls who played basketball, and no one... No one in Disney Channel proofread that title. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> oh, I get there. There two girls playing basketball. <laughs> Double teamed. <laughs> I, one that will always stick with me is the film Motorcrossed, That's which good. was yeah, it's it's like a girl who uh, Mulan's herself to play motocross, and um, there's one scene where a character says. Can we ship it to them? And they go, no, it won't reach in time. And they go, what if we use FedEx? <laughs> and I was I remember as a kid watching it and being like, FedEx. <laughs> you couldn't get a second line read on that one. <laughs> oh man, oh, that's too funny. It's it's a it's a good movie. They're all good movies. I remember as in high college hearing someone be like, "Oh yeah, that was a good like Tiger Cruise. That was a good movie." And me being an, like, an asshole, being like, "It was not a good movie." And now looking back, I'm like, "Yeah, it's pretty fun." <laughs> <laughs> what was life? Did is they rough. save the cheerleader in that one? The Jenny Project. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh man, they're still uh, going. Oh, it's I, okay. Freaky Friday, the remade, Kim Possible, the made live action, Descendants, Zombies. So basically, they've just taken to like what movies are today, and they're just taking beloved properties and remaking them, or just making sequels, rather than, you know, 
introducing a unique child in a strange sport and letting them excel. I am, or giving them a disability. <laughs> when was the last time they did a movie about a sport that's also in the X Games? Too long. Is babysitting in the I'm X gonna Games? Put... Yes. Oh, okay. Shit. Then Adventures in Babysitting. Uh, <laughs> that was probably. The hell's a lemonade mouth? That was probably Johnny Capahala back on board in 2007. Damn. <laughs> yeah, probably. Does anyone else have any more decom bits? Nah. What was that really funny one you said earlier? I can't remember. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking about Life is Derek before the show started. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, never mind. <laughs> Derek, I'm stuck in the washing machine. <laughs> okay, so to give people a little background, before we started the show, we were talking about Life is Derek. And the fact life that Derek they didn't life. include that. Not life what? as Derek. <laughs> life with Derek. You're not Derek. I know you're searching life as Derek in your, you know, whatever. Please. <laughs> God, I wish that were me. On Microsoft Edge. Yeah, I'm, I'm Googling life as Derek on Microsoft Edge right now. Um, Let's call no, it life with Derek. <laughs> Life with Derek, uh, the show that it was Canada. It was a Canadian show, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, and there was just a lot of weird sexual tension between uh, the main two characters who happen to be brothers and sisters. <laughs> the, it, was, it was step, step. Oh, step. Which okay. they pointed out every episode <laughs> <laughs> to make it okay. To make it okay. <laughs> By the way, that was formative in my view of Canada. It still is. <laughs> you they, know, Trudeau's had that conversation. <laughs> That's formative. They don't take marriage as seriously in Canada <laughs> oh, as, no. as in the U.S. If that if that show took place in the U.S., it wouldn't because no. <laughs> they just go outside and find someone else. But they can't. They're snowed in. There's no one else. That's how they're gonna. What are they gonna do? Exactly. Exactly. <sighs> yeah, that show was just Disney Channel had a show that was literally like... "What are you doing, Step Bro." <laughs> <laughs> Derek, I'm stuck in the washing machine. Is great. <laughs> this isn't a this isn't a beach. It's a bathtub, Derek. <laughs> oh man, Derek, we planted a lemon tree. That's a deep cut. Uh, Yo, yeah. The, the life with Derek decom would have been lit because they would have kissed. <laughs> it would have looked and felt exactly like Twilight. <laughs> Except instead of the vampires, life with Derek decom has a. Ha it would just be step siblings. <laughs> the life with Derek decom has a viewer described as advised warning before. <laughs> there are some scenes and images in this film that are normal in Canada, but not in the United States. It's just, it's just the big chill. It's, it's, it's TV fourteen LSV. Life with Derek decom. <laughs> And drug use. <laughs> uh, they were never life with the. You knew it was weird because they were never on the Disney Channel Olympics. They were yeah. never it like there was never a I'm Derek and you're watching Disney Channel. That was always like Zach and Cody. Life with Derek came on at like eleven at night. <laughs> it came on after the decom. <laughs> like what is this? There was a warning like Are your parents asleep? Here comes life with Derek. <laughs> This is going to influence you more than you think. 
when you no longer have to ask your parents a a pish, uh, permission to go online. Well, welcome to the Hall of Fame, <laughs> Disney Channel original movies. Not life with Derek. Not life with Derek. I hope or life as Derek. That's all. That's all the time we got this week, folks. Thank you for turning in. Uh, remember to play Among Us correctly. Yeah. If you don't, I will shut that down. Uh, I've been Will. Uh, I think that what was the, what's your name? Hang on a second. Sally Hawkins should have uh, should change her should change her uh, Twitter bio to fish want me women to fear me from the dance from shape of water oh that's sadie hawkins that i was thinking of okay <laughs> <That's so laughs> women want me fish fear me do you want to go girls ask me to dance <laughs> in my khaki pants oh man you said the dance in my <laughs> My mind immediately went to Fleetwood Mac for some reason. <laughs> they did sing Sadie Hawkins' dance before Reliant K covered it. They did. They done rumors. <laughs> Sean, do you want to go? Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh, man. Uh, I've been Sean, regrettably. Um, you can find me at that Sean Barry on Twitter. Sean and Barry everywhere else, and I have a Instagram for my record collection. Uh, it's at Idiotechnica on Instagram. Follow if you're interested in that kind of thing. Whew. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's all I've got. I'm quarantined currently. Not while you're listening to this. I should be out and ready and okay by the time you're listening to it. Because I already died last year. Can again this year. I have to that's find a right. new bed. That's right. Um, Double Jeopardy. <laughs> you can't die twice. It's in the Constitution. <laughs> the devil says if I die again, it's for real this time. So we have to we have to be careful. Um, um, yeah. Sorry, do you have more to say, Sean? I don't. Okay. Just wanted to. I just wanted to sit there and just keep letting you do what you, you were do doing. A perfect but, segue for um, mine. <laughs> uh, my name is Tyler. Uh, Tyler Mink. <laughs> And I watched. <laughs> Why'd you say it like that? <laughs> My name's Tyler. It. Tyler Mink. My name is Tyler. I had to double you... check. <laughs> I have it written down right here. I had to double check. Um, make sure I was per, per, um, per, you know, saying it right. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that tickled me so much. <laughs> <laughs> It reminded me. Of the- Congratulations! Oh, sorry. Go ahead, John. I remember that one video of the kid at like some like kids game show when it's like uh, <laughs> he says like you you gave the name Humpty, or he's like you're known for knock knock jokes, and he goes yeah, and he's like yeah. you want to tell us one? That's Chris Gethard's brother. Is it? That's yeah. He's like <laughs> what's the, it's like knock knock. Who's there? Humpty? Who's there? And he's like my name is Humpty. Tyler, you gave the my name is Tyler in the exact same <laughs> cadence. <laughs> my name is Tyler. Tyler um. Ming. <laughs> Jesus. Um. Oh yeah, we just announced that uh, new network's coming out, Indiesaurus on 420. Uh, we're gonna be there. Um, a lot of other great shows are gonna be there. 
So get ready for 420. Does anybody else want to help, help me promote this? Oh, yeah. We got uh, Live Free, Twy Hard, um, yeah. Kid Nation Nations making the cutover, uh, mm-hmm. some new shows, Trek to the Holodeck, uh, mm-hmm. one called Flipping the Table, I believe, is coming yeah. over. Uh, we're working with Evan. Uh, some new shows, too, which I don't want to spoil. Because, no, let's guess, not spoil any new shows. We got a, a lot of new, new shows. shows coming out at launch. Um, it's gonna Friend be good. of the show, Evans, helping us launch a, a launch a network. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, they're finally yeah. putting us up at the top. Uh, we, we will post that link uh, when it's launched. But for now, you can go to radishstuff.com for this podcast and That's for right. our Discord. That's right. Yeah, uh, radishstuff.com/discord, uh, and then finally for Tyler's uh, history. Did you guys know that LeVar Burton directed Smart House? No, he did no not. No way. The more you know. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. It's Tyler's history. You don't believe me? This is the, no, this I, is the fact. I, I, I did my research here. Jesus. He did. Sure enough. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Good job, LeVar. <laughs> <laughs> Take a look. It's in a book. Smart House. <laughs> the more you know. All right. Bye, guys. Bye, everyone. (laughs) Bye. But yet, we have no bananas. We have no bananas today.